Listening to Whales by Faith McNulty, illustrated by Lena Schiffman. That's hair. That's hair. It's in my other hair. Mm, your hair's in your face. Hair's in my face? Yeah. Not on my head? It is on your head, but it falls in your face. Yeah. I was very lucky once. I heard whales singing. This is what I remember. I am in a small boat that rocks on the waves far from shore in the Atlantic Ocean. Somewhere in the deep, dark water below are whales. Huge, mysterious creatures glide through the watery world that is their I home. I see them! Can't see them yet. I can't see the whales, but I can hear them. There's one. Strange sounds are being picked up by a microphone that we have dropped into the deep water below us. A cord, hundreds of feet long, connects it to our headphones. Listening, I hear weird music, or something that sounds like music. Brassy trumpets, sweet violins, deep throaty horns, as though an orchestra is tuning up at the bottom of the sea. I see a baby one. I think that's a big mama or daddy. Then come high, silvery voices singing a beautiful song. I imagine fairies of the deep dancing amidst seaweed and coral. See, there she is listening. I shiver with excitement and look at my friend Kevin. There's Kevin. He is listening too on another set of headphones and smiling. He is a scientist who studies whales, especially the sound that whales make. He hopes someday to understand their meaning. Are the whales talking to one another? Are they singing love songs as they search for a mate? Or just keeping in touch with other whales over the vast distances of the sea? It is a puzzle no one has solved. Suddenly, the song ends. We take off our headphones and relax. Jenny, Kevin's wife and partner in research, passes out cheese and crackers. While we eat, we watch the sea for the sight of a whale coming up to breathe. I don't know. There's one. Whales. That's a mama one. Okay. Whales are not fish. They breathe air through nostrils uh, called... And so whales are not fish? No, whales are not fish. And they breathe air. See this little... There's a hole right there, and you see all that water coming out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's called the blowhole. It's at the top of their heads, so a whale can take a breath without raising its head more than just a few inches above water. When the whale dives underwater, the blowholes close. Hey! But every five or ten minutes, the whale... You need to go get um, a bench... A bench. Bring a bench over here and sit on a bench or stand. But every five or ten minutes, the whale comes to the surface to take a breath. It blows stale air out of its lungs in a steamy spout, then takes a fresh breath and dives again. Yep. All their food is underwater. The spout can be seen for miles or so, and that is how whale hunters find their prey. In the past hundred years, whalers have killed so many of the largest whales that only a few of the giant That's species re remain alive to carry on. That's blood. Yeah, they, they killed it. 
Kevin and Jenny hope that their research will teach people that no more whales should be hunted and killed. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes people do stupid things. Suddenly, Jenny jumps up. I see a spout, she cries. Over there. I see a fountain of spray rising out of the water. Kevin grabs his binoculars. Oh, I think there are two whales, he says, and they're coming this way. He quickly decides he will try to photograph them from the little rowboat that we tow behind us. He sips on his wetsuit, hauls the boat alongside, and jumps in. Me too, I call, and jump in after him. The little boat rocks on the waves. It seems very small. The surface of the surging, foaming green water is very close. I feel the power of the ocean swells that lift and drop our little boat as though it were a bathtub toy. Kevin, camera in hand, stands on the seat beside me, swaying to the motion of the waves. We wait, tense and excited. Will the whales come closer, or will they dive and disappear? Minutes pass. No whales. Nothing but endless waves. They foam and surge as far as we can see. Then, suddenly, only a few hundred yards away, a huge, dark form shoots out of the water. For an instant, it seems to hang in the air then falls flat with a giant splash. It is a breaching whale. Do you know what kind of whale that is? No. Nope. A humpback? It sinks out of sight, but another whale spouts even closer. I glimpse its dark rounded back gleaming like a wet inner tube before it disappears. I'm going to try for an underwater shot, Kevin yells and leaps into the water. I am alone in the rocking boat. Again, the whales have disappeared beneath the surface. Are they coming closer? Or have they dived into the depths? To see better, I stand up on the seat. Watching the glassy green water swirl and heave, I picture the whales gliding through the darkness below me like living submarines. Are they underwater? Yeah, they're underwater. Suddenly it happens, almost beside me. A whale comes up and spouts. I can see the blowhole on top of its head. It opens as the whale breathes out, then in. I can see its long, dark back and a flipper shaped like the wing of an airplane. I even think I glimpse an eye looking right at me. My heart almost stops. As the whale dives down again, giant flukes rise from the water. They look like the wings of a huge butterfly. Those are the flukes. The tail. The tail. The tail is the flukes. Oh. What's a butterfly? Well, they look like a butterfly. Or like the wings it's of an angel. Butterfly. It looks a lot like the wings of an angel, too. The whale disappears. The little boat rocks. I lose my balance and fall into the cold, cold water. I come up splashing and fighting to get my breath. I hear Jenny yelling for Kevin. She is standing up in the boat, waving. She throws a life ring into the water, but it lands far away, out of my reach. 
Take it easy, she calls. Don't panic. We'll get you. Her voice reminds me of my water safety lessons. The first rule is to stop struggling. I make myself calm down, relax, and float. Then I swim slowly toward the life ring. I reach it and hold on. A moment later, Kevin is beside me. He tows me to the little boat and helps me climb in. Nearby, a circle of slick, swirling water marks the spot where the whales dove deep into the deep, dove down into the deep. Later, back aboard the big boat, I'm in dry clothes and drinking hot tea. I am ashamed, but Kevin and Jenny are kind. They praise my swimming and don't say I was a fool to fall in. They are thrilled that the whales came so close and that Kevin was able to photograph them. After Where a while... Is he not drowning? She's not drowning? No. no, she's not. After a while, when we have settled down, Jenny and Kevin begin again to watch and listen for whales. <laughs> Jenny hands me a pair of headphones. I put them on. There are no whales in sight. The sea looks empty. But listening, I hear whale sounds. Faint at first, then louder, coming out of the deep. It is a thrilling sound. I feel as though the whales are telling me something that I cannot put into words. I look at Jenny. I wish I knew what they were saying, I tell her. She nods and answers, Yes. Me too. Maybe they are saying something like this. We whales are one of the greatest wonders of the earth. We are part of the great chain that links all living things. We harm no one. Please let us live our lives peacefully, unharmed by humans. Are you down the inside? Down the inside? Uh -huh. Sure. I nod yes. Jenny and I smile because we share the same feelings. This adventure was quite a while ago, but I have never forgotten a moment of it, or the message from the whales. Thanks for listening. If you like it, please share.